Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Greg Shepard here with Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I do appreciate you tuning in. For those of you that don't know me, I do have an independent fee-only financial advisory practice here in the Kansas City area. But with the advancements of technology, you guessed it, I can work with just about anybody all over the country. So I do specialize in helping folks just like yourself navigate, just basically get the most out of your higher ed retirement plan. Been doing so for 20 plus years. The gray hair on my head proves it. So with that being said, uh, today's topic, it's going to get a little confusing, um, especially for those of you out there that don't really understand the nuances, the vocabulary, the lingo uh, uh, associated with TI traditional. If you find yourself in the weeds, if I find myself in the weeds, all right, uh, I'm not going to contact myself, but I encourage you to contact me and I can certainly help you out and kind of steer you in the, in the right direction. My email, best way to get a hold of me is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is spelled S-H-E-P-A-R-D, greg at shepherdfinancial.com. And as I've stated in other podcast episodes, I would give you my phone number, but few years I've been doing this podcast, nobody has ever called me. Email seems to be the popular choice of communication, and I agree with that. Also, before I get going, I do uh, need to, I've been told that saying this, what, one-sentence disclosure keeps the attorneys at bay, so I will do that now. Investment advisory services offered by me, Greg Shepard, as an investment advisor rep, of S&A Financial Services, which is a registered investment advisor. Okay, let's move on. So I tell you what, folks, this is the third. Uh, usually I record these things in just one take. I just talk, 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 talk. I do a little bit of editing, uh, getting the hymns and the hums and the you know pauses out of there. Uh, but I just do it quickly and I throw it out there for you all to consume as a, as a podcast episode. Well, this one, this is my third attempt recording this because... The first two, at about 40 minutes, I thought this was going too long. So what I'm getting at is that this episode, I am going to talk to you briefly about my view, my take, a financial advisor's take on the TI traditional investment itself. I am not going to spend time getting into all the nuances in this episode. So what I'm going to do is break it down into a few different episodes. So succeeding this episode, I will record another one, I don't know, a week or two, and we're going to talk about things like, when it comes to the TI traditional, specifically, we're going to talk about lifetime income annuity options, uh, restrictions, this is a big one, restrictions around the liquidity of the TI traditional, and also a, a rather simple but yet unknown strategy. I've never, never, never seen anybody in higher ed, not to say somebody out there hasn't done it, I've never seen anyone attempt or execute this strategy where you can take the TI traditional while still employed, throw it into an IH contract, okay, that's the TPA, and keep those payouts, th those annuity uh, distributions within your contract, and then divvy up those monies within the contract itself, given the investment options in that contract. There are reasons why people do that. It may not make a lot of sense to you right now. That's why I'm going to do, do an episode on it. Also, uh, if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel, for some reason, uh, there's, there, there's been a ton of views. So I suppose people like to see me and listen to me as well. I'm trying to pull up um, 
right now. I don't know how many, what do you call them, episodes or whatever they're called on, on YouTube. I've got a number of videos, so go check that out. I don't know the address or how you, just, just Google in the YouTube search, <laughs> search in the YouTube uh, search bar, uh, higher ed retire or, or my name. I'm sure you'll find me. Okay. Also, I'll, I'll throw a link down to it. How about that? That'd be the easiest way to do it. Okay. So my view on TIAA traditional, hopefully this won't get uh, too, too convoluted and I won't go off on too many tangents, but as a whole, and I'm going to explain why I'm saying this here in a bit. As a whole, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. Now there's pros and cons. And uh, I think some of you are tied. Uh, that's not the right word. Um, not mandated. That's not the right word. You, you don't have any choices when it comes to fixed income within your in your contract. So let's stick with the pros. Okay, P-R-O. The pros first. And it's not a very long list. The reason I like it right now, right now, folks, uh, and mind you, it's January. I'm sorry. It's February 3rd of 2023. The reason that's important is the Fed funds rate sitting at four, what, four point, uh, they raised it a couple days ago, 4.75%, I believe. So that's important in this context, in the context of this conversation. Rising interest rate environment, folks, on an RC contract, TI traditional, new money going in, paying six and a quarter percent. Yes, six and a quarter percent. That's getting to a level that's hard to ignore. That is very, that's fantastic. The floor on the RC contract, I don't have it written down, but it's it's high too. So that means it can't earn, and that's supposed to earn less than that rate. I think it's 2.85%. I may be mistaken on that. So make sure you you, you figure that out before you um, enact any any strategy. So six and a quarter percent for the RC on the RA contract. I do have institutions. I do see institutions. I got one right in front of me on my computer screen that still has that RA contract. A lot of you have that RC contract. That's where the RA basically transitioned into the RC. I guess this institution hasn't done that yet. Uh, 6%. So the TI traditional on the RA contract is 6% with the floor being 3%. And by the way, this is where these acronyms, I start throwing them around and people get confused. I see uh, folks' eyes glaze over, which is very common. Before I even go any further, folks, enacting any strategy I talk about, none of this is investment advice, none of it. There's not one size fits all for everyone out there. It just doesn't exist. Okay. I have clients using this TI traditional in various ways. And I, I, I'm sure there's some similar similarities, some parallels, some correlations uh, to some of these strategies, but each person I sit down or, or couples, couple, uh, married folks, and figure out what they want to accomplish. And then we, from there, figure out how TI traditional can help accomplish whatever it is we're trying to do. So there is no one size fits all. Make sure you, you work with a fee-only investment advisor to help you out. Not necessarily TI reps. They're great people. They're wonderful, wonderful company, wonderful folks. But who do they work for, right? Okay, we can all uh, extract some common sense from this. They're going to try to keep your money as close to the TIA vest as they can, which they should. They're employees of, of the said company. So that's their, that's their job, right? So we need to come at this from an unbiased perspective. That's why I, I, I encourage you to work with an independent fee-only advisor that knows what they're talking about with higher ed retirement plans. Okay, back to the pros. So the rate right now, the rate is very, very attractive. Very attractive, right? Another pro uh, is, is somewhat, uh, it's a moving part. How do I say this? It it's, uh, depends. It can be good for those that, without an advisor, the DIYers, for those that know what they're doing. <laughs> okay, I'll put it that way. Uh, I've never, 
seen it where it was advantageous to have all 100% of your accounts, plural, or account singular, inside the TI traditional. I have run into um, a nightmare that seems dramatic. Um, very bad situations, very emotional situations when it comes to the participant once they find out some of the cons associated with TI traditional. Uh, so I can't imagine it's it's a good, I'm not saying it, it, it can't be, but I haven't run across a situation where it's good to have 100% of your account in the TI traditional. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why that came up. It's not necessarily a pro at all. Oh, it was a pro because for those of you that are doing it on your own, if you know what you're doing, it can be an asset. Asset just meaning good, okay? It, it, can, it can benefit you. If you know what, I can't stress this enough, if you know what you're doing, okay? So there's a place for it. There is a place for it. There can be a place for it. So keep that in mind. But it comes into this uh, the, the circle of retirement planning. Very, very important. Very important. Another pro, I suppose, I'm, I'm reaching here, but a lot of your contracts are absent decent bond funds. I got, I got an institution's choices right here in front of me. I don't, I don't work for TIAA. I can throw in my two cents as to why. Uh, like the core bond fund, for example, it's getting 4.5%, a little more than that right now. Again, February 2023. That's good. That's a good rate. Uh, the tenure, the track record on that thing, it ain't very good. Okay, I, it's this is an investment advice. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. Just look it up. Okay, you can look it up on TI's website. The track record isn't very good. It's a very uh, underperforming, very underperforming. That's Is that correct English grammar? Very underperforming uh, bond investment. You might have an inflation-linked bond. Uh, that's exactly what it states. It's an inflation protection, inflation-linked bond. Uh, very rarely these days do I see that TIAA high yield bond in inside contracts. I'm sure it might be out there somewhere, but I don't see it. Now, my point here is uh, we use it in cases where there's not a lot of bond choices and the client just doesn't want to sit in cash. But we're careful about how we're utilizing the TIAA traditional because of the restrictions, some of the cons associated with it. Must know what you're doing before you get into it. Okay, so the pro I'm getting at here is it's a good alternative to cash and probably all of the bond funds in, inside your contract. Now, let's dive into that. It, it's a good alternative to all of the bond funds in your contract. Why doesn't your contract have better bond options to go towards? Are we putting two and two together here? If I didn't allude to this earlier, I'm alluding to it now <laughs> because you as an investor will go down the bond list and well, that one's not good, that one's not good, that one's not good. What's this TI traditional? Ah, it's getting 6%, 5%. Well, that's pretty darn good. I'm going to put my money into it. Little do you know about the cons associated with said TI traditional. This is where they get folks. and They're not out to get you. It's just lack of education from the participant. I think that's it for the pros. Let's go to the cons. I've already mentioned some of them. Um, and I don't have time to dive into every single con and the details surrounding it. But the number one con is restrictions around liquidity. I, there's no if and or buts about it. I can go into time after time after time after time where I've gone uh, into a prospect, or I guess a prospect's come to my office, and they sit down in front of me. They have $800,000 in their TI. TIA traditional, 500000 the, the dollar amount doesn't 
matter. And all of a sudden they're retiring. We want to do certain things around the retirement financially. But I, I hate to inform them that you see that money right there tied up in the TI traditional, in the RC contract or RA contract. You can't get that out unless you enact. You already passed 120 days separations of service, and that's important. I'll go into another episode as to why. But you can only get that money out either seven years on the, uh, on the RC, seven-year TPA transfer paid out annuity, or the 10-year TPA paid out over nine years for the RA. And, of course, they look at me like I... I just dropped a bomb on them, and they don't know what I'm talking about. So I, I just slowly, and they're all intelligent people, but they they were never told. One lady I dealt with uh, a number of years ago, I use her as an example all the time. She had been with TIAA for 30-plus years. She's met, She had met with TIAA folks, and maybe they told her along the line, maybe, but she sat right in front of me and visibly shooken, angry. There was a a lot of emotions going through her that no one told her, according to her, that there are restrictions on getting money out of that contract. Okay? So, and she's not alone. I've seen it all over the place. So, the biggest con is the restrictions. Make sure you know about the restrictions of extracting the money whenever you want, either in service uh, to divvy up amongst the investments or, of course, retirement when you need the money. The con, another con, um, I'm going to talk about this more, but th- these lifetime income annuity options, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I believe we can accomplish what you're trying to accomplish by enacting a strategy other ways. Now, usually when you're looking at an illustrator online, I can't tell you how many times I've done it, they're using, you know, you're putting $100,000 into the income, uh, lifetime income annuity option. And it's for a single life annuity option. There's like a 10-year guarantee. It's one of the most advantageous, most lucrative ways to extract the money. It's not necessarily the, the, one, the, the annuity option you would choose, especially if you're married. Okay, so let's make sure we know what we're looking at, what we're looking online when it comes to that, income, uh, that lifetime income annuity option. Again, there's due diligence. There's research on your part. Be skeptical, just like anything else. When you're, when you're buying something that you don't have a lot of knowledge on, be skeptical, ask questions, get help. And not necessarily from the person that, quote-unquote, is selling you the service or the product, okay? Hopefully you get what I'm saying there. Uh, so this con uh, is around the restrictions uh, when it comes to liquidity of the, of the investment. And I think a con overall is just lack of knowledge. Just like with anything else, I keep stressing this, but there's so much. I can't tell. I've never... Uh, that's not true. Rarely do I run into an employee uh, that becomes a client of mine that knows everything about the TI traditional. Okay, I'm still learning about the TI traditional because I keep flipping contracts. Um, when I say flipping, that's not like <laughs> that's not a derogatory term. It's like transfer. They keep transferring like an RA to an RC, and it gets confusing trying to keep up with this stuff. So how are you? You don't deal with this every day. Um, supposed to keep up with this stuff. It gets confusing. That's why I keep stressing help. So overall, my my view on TA traditional, um, I don't like it, to be honest, as a whole. I think it can be an asset. Again, I say I use the word asset as a as a as a good thing. It can be a good thing for those of you that use it correctly. And very, very rarely do I see folks out there on their own using it correctly. There's also don't feel trapped in this thing, 
Okay, there are exit strategies that you can implement that would help you out to eliminate the stresses that you would probably encounter once you separate service at, uh, at retirement age specifically. Okay, try, not try, avoid the, these situations. Okay, and you do that by educating yourself, getting help by independent fee-only advisors that specialize in higher ed. That's it for this, uh, for this episode. Yeah, I'm about 15-ish minutes into it. I try to keep these around 20 minutes. Folks, uh, I encourage you to to listen to the succeeding episodes where I talk about, like I said, parts of the TI traditional that I didn't want to or get get into, have time to get into in this episode. Go to my YouTube channel. Check it out. But again, email me. I have no problem. I've helped out many of your colleagues for free. Okay, of course, you can hire me to help you out, but I don't mind at all just giving you, you know, pointing you in the right direction, helping you out a little bit. My email, greg at shepherdfinancial.com, S-H-E-P-A-R-D. All right, folks, hopefully it didn't confuse you too much. Uh, I'll, do, I'll do a better job of confusing you in those succeeding episodes on the TI traditional. All right, Greg Shepard here from Higher Ed Retire Podcast, telling you all to take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.